0: And we are back with another Nittany Line on the Bash Mania podcast. I am your host, Justin Bash. And whether you're driving your car, getting a workout in, walking around, whatever you're doing, thank you for tuning in to the episode. Today's guest is another one of those guests that I believe most wrestling fans want to hear more of and know more of. Nick Lee, who's a two-time All-American and currently qualified for the Olympic trials in April. He's a hard-working guy. He's going to attack his opponent. He's going to put points on the board, and he's never gonna give up. And he's not on social media much. He just recently made an Instagram. Aside from that, he doesn't really have social media. And when you're not active on social media and other channels of of media, your story isn't out there. And there's such a desire for so many wrestling fans to know these athletes more. So I'm really excited to have Nick on the show today. I think it's going to be one a lot of you guys are going to love. So if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. If you enjoy this episode, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. And without further ado, let's dive in. It's Bashomania. Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you're gonna do? What Bashomania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast.
1: Oh yeah,
0: Nick Lee, how you doing, man? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm. Yesterday's match w- was a thriller. Thank you for that. As a wrestling yeah. fan, those are <laughs> always fun matches to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they came. Uh, Rutgers came ready to roll, so I was good. Yeah, they did.
0: So that was uh my wife came running and she was in the kitchen and she heard my excitement. So she came running and she had to watch <laughs> the rest of the match. She's like, Wow She's like she's so new to wrestling, so it's so fun to watch her yeah. get into it and see like where that where that new fandom comes from. So cool man. Well listen, I I'm pumped to kinda share the Nick Lee story, you know, as I kinda prefaced sure. on the beginning when I did the intro for the show, it's like you're one of those quiet, head-down kind of guys that just puts in the work. You just joined Instagram, but before that, there's kind of no social media. And, you know, anytime you have somebody who's really good at something, you have people who want to know so much more. So let's go back to the beginning. Tell me, like, how did you get started in wrestling?
1: So uh, it's a funny story. We uh, in, in my town, the, the only sport that you can play before second grade was uh, wrestling. Otherwise, Interesting. um, you had to wait second grade and they had uh football and, and stuff like that. So, uh, I came home with a flyer one day from school, um, and, and wrestling is big around my area. Uh, well for, for Indiana, you know, uh, Indiana didn't have a lot of wrestling, but, um, you know, where it's big, it's big. So I came home with a flyer said, Hey, I want to wrestle. And so, uh, we just, I just got into it that way. So I started in kindergarten and, um, you know, from that point on it's just been kind of my sport you know I, I experimented with some other sports I played basketball for half a season um because of your did, height right uh, <laughs> yeah exactly so I I think I I think I was unguarded the my entire basketball career so <laughs> I, I never scored a point <laughs> but um uh I did some uh little league football I did like taekwondo but you know wrestling was always the one that just kind of um that i enjoyed the most and um you know it's one of those sports too where whenever you're a kid you know you're pretty much always going to get mat time right you know on the football team it's like there's only 11 guys out there on the field so you know sometimes it's hard to get play time and uh you know basketball the same thing so so wrestling you're you're always on the mat you're always wrestling, everyone gets a chance so uh, i think that's one of the things that kind of kind of drew me to the sport so yeah And then how did you continue (laughs)
0: to get better? I mean, you know, you hear the story so many times, like you started young and so many. I always kind of talk about how wrestling, and we'll get into this a little bit in a few minutes, where like as you get older, the talent pool gets not only smaller but better. And a lot of people kind of die out at different levels, whether it's youth, middle school, high school, college, whatever. How did you continue to do the opposite right instead of dying out you continue to get better being a junior a cadet national champ a state champ like how did you continue to get better when you were younger
1: yeah i think um for starters uh just you know enjoying this enjoying the sport um and so for me like i always loved wrestling so even while people around me in grade school and stuff were kind of like quitting and stuff I just continued to wrestle just because I liked it. You know, it didn't matter who I was wrestling. I just enjoyed it. Um, I had two brothers that were also wrestling. So that helped, right? So you have three brothers and we're constantly practicing and training together. Um, and then as far as like getting better, um, I think it's important to, to, to get outside of your comfort zone. Um, we went to, we traveled a lot. We went to a lot of different wrestling camps. Um, you know, we were exposed to, to different kinds of wrestling um, you know, exposed to, you uh, know, we went to Kansas, Ohio, and Kansas, Pennsylvania. Um, we, we traveled a lot for tournaments as well. Um, so that was, you know, that's a fun part for the kids is, you know, you did travel and it's kind of an adventure for them. Sure. Um, so just continuing to enjoy the sport, I think is the most important, uh, and enjoy learning about the sport. Um, and then, you know, I, I think, you know, to get better, that's kind of where it starts, Right. And know what you're doing it for. You're doing it for fun, and so um, just kind of remembering that through my career, I remember that I was I was always having fun, whether I was getting better or I was getting beat. You know, I was I was always having fun. So I think that's probably important through through a youth career.
0: And did, were you good right away, or did it take time to develop and and
1: get really good? Absolutely not. Yeah, I was <laughs> not good right away. I was I remember being really bad actually. <laughs> whenever I was, I was and you're still school. having fun think, at that um, point yeah i mean i really enjoyed it so my my uh when i was in first grade so that was my second year wrestling my dad was deployed to afghanistan so he missed kind of my whole first year of wrestling and um i had um my my neighbor's boyfriend uh was a wrestler at like a local high school and so he kind of like would come like once a week and uh wrestle around with me and my my little brothers so um, that's kind of like the perspective that we grew up with with wrestling was like a wrestler in high school. So, um, and I remember it was kind of my, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, a, not a clear memory, but I remember it was kind of like the end of that year I was wrestling. and I lost a match. And um, at that point I didn't, I don't know. I was just a kid. I didn't really like care that I had lost right. a match. And then uh, coach kind of got in my, girl up and was getting on me about caring about winning and losing. So at that point I started to care a little bit more, I think, uh about winning and losing. And then, you know, my dad got back from Afghanistan and uh you know, him being a military guy, you know, that uh, kind of bring that uh perspective into the training and stuff. And so I think I I finally started to win matches in like 4th grade, something like that. And then wow. Um, you know, from there it was just kind of, you know, a lot of traveling. lot of wrestling. Um, and then I really, I think probably sixth, seventh grade, I started to kind of break the national scene a little bit. Um, but, but from my perspective, I never really even noticed that. Um, for me, it was just like the next tournament or the next wrestling camp. I never really like noticed, you know, where I was in relation to the rest of the country, which, which I am, I'm kind of thankful for. I think that, Yeah, that gets away from us sometimes. So,
0: it's funny because yeah. Nolf was just kind of saying the same thing when he was in the podcast. Like, yeah, he he only wanted to be a champion at what he was currently doing. Like when he was young, he just yeah. wanted to be a, a high school state champion. Then he wanted to be an NCAA champion. Then once Malnaro made the team, he wanted to be an Olympic champ. Right? Like he's kind of stayed focused. And so I'm curious when when was the kind of what what bridged the gap from focusing i not really carrying the national scene and then you got really good. And then from my understanding, you end up being homeschooled your senior year. So you could live in state college mm-hmm. and train freestyle. Right. So what, what led to that yeah. kind of transition?
1: Um, you know, I think just um, that, that's kind of, it's kind of a personal decision on my part. Right. Sure. So, you know, um, once you kind of decide that, Hey, you know, I think I want to be, I think I want to be the best that I can be. Then you start making uh, choices in line with that. Right. So I, I kind of um, just decided, or, or I don't know if a choice is the right word. I just wanted to, I just wanted, wanted to be the best that I could be. So I started, you know, making choices like that, that kind of were in line with that. And, you know, for me to be the best that I could be, I think, you know, uh, it was time to go to state college and, and train with, you know, the best guys in the world. Um. So, so, I think just kind of in my head, um, you know, everyone has things that they want to do. I just said, you know, I, I want to be the best that I can be at wrestling. Uh, so I just kind of started making choices in line with that. And, and then, you know, here I am. And, um, just also though, I, I think that knowing that that's something that I really enjoy, um, that's something that I enjoy doing, I enjoy wrestling. Um, and, and, and the way that I enjoy wrestling is by being the best I can be and and making choices in line with that. So I think just kind of, you know, I just am kind of following, you know, my gut, kind of what I want to do, if if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. And what led you to Penn state and state college?
1: Um, that's, uh, I think you'll probably get similar answers from a lot of the guys. Uh, you know, for me, it was the people that were here, you know, there's, Um, you know, obviously we have great facilities and everything, but uh the coaches here had a huge impact on me. Um and you know, I, I would say since I've uh been here for you know uh four almost four years now, it's like um my mindset in a lot of areas is is completely flipped and um so the coaches had a huge impact on me and I, I think they really like whenever I was being recruited I kind of like saw um from my conversations with them like what this sport could be to me and what uh I could be uh to myself and and so kind of you know uh just a larger uh bigger mindset looking at life and wrestling and so the, the coaches had a huge impact on me the people here had a huge impact on me and that's I think the final reason why I came to Penn State you know other than you know, it's a it's a great school, um, great area to live in, um, and and the facilities obviously. I don't know if you've ever you know been in our wrestling. Or, well, you have been our wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's I've been nice. there a ton, and, and that's so, kind of like, like the, the yeah. where, where
0: I wanted to lead that question, which is like. You know, I don't compete. I haven't wrestled since high school. And when I yeah. walk in that room, like, I, I'm so inspired just to, to be better and, and to be diligent and master my yeah. craft, you know? And it's like you, you get yeah. that vibe when, when you walk in and there's guys like you and Hall and Chenzo and Nolf and, and Nickel and, and Dave and all these guys for so long. There's so much greatness that it motivates you to, to be better in what you do. What was that like when you enrolled there? Like, was it I, – I, I'm – Imagining it was encouraging, but I'm also imagining it was kind of yeah. overwhelming
1: probably. It's, uh, it's a little intimidating, right? Um, because, you know, everyone in the room is literally, you know, at the top of their game and at the top of the game. So it's, um, you know, for for guys – and for me, you know, for as a guy that didn't – I didn't really pay attention to the national scene a lot. Um, I couldn't have told you, you know, whenever I committed to Penn State, uh, Nico megalutis is wrestling there. I didn't know what he looked like until <laughs> I watched the Nationals that year. So, awesome. and, and now me, me and Nico are, are buddies. But um so I, I just like, I didn't pay attention to it a lot. I was kind of just focused on, you know, improving myself. But then, you know, you get in there and all these guys, you know, they have aspirations to be, you know, Olympic gold medalists, national champions. And that's my aspiration too. But it kind of like comes full circle and you're like, okay, like, I'm actually like going to do this. Like, this is actually right. something that I'm going to do. And so it's kind of it's it's an interesting feeling because it, it really flies by because you're a grade schooler, you're a high school, and you're like, okay, you know, it's the state championship this year. It's you know the um, you know Fargo Nationals this year, but like it's going to be the national championships. So right. Like that's the ultimate goal. Or it's the Olympic changes, and then you get there, and it's like, well, like I'm here now. This is okay. I'm here now. So it's, it's interesting and, and you kind of have to keep it all in perspective, but it, it was a little intimidating at first, but then you get really comfortable knowing that everyone there has the same goals and it, it, it makes it a lot of fun knowing that you're there with people at the top of the game. And, um, you know, you can really be the best you can be. And that's what's exciting for me in the room is I know that, you know, I don't want to say anything about any other room, but I feel like this is like, the place for me to be, to be the best that I can be, if that makes sense.
0: No, it totally does. And that's, you know, it's interesting because when you go to a school like Penn State, it, it's not, I don't want to say it's not a fit for everyone because I think everyone can get better there. But I think the more yeah. appreciation you have for it, the more you're kind of overwhelmed with that sense of like, man, I can be so good here. There, there's so much greatness around me. What was what was the difference like from, from training at the junior level and, and high school and all that? And then, moving to training at the college level?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, the difference for one, you know, if we're talking about just wrestling is um, the level of competition that I have every day, is incredible. you know, I can go in and any day that I want, I can get my butt kicked if I want to, you know? Right. Um, so, and, and so that, that's, you know, that's probably one of the uh, main differences from going from, you know, high school or, junior level to college and then uh also like well at penn state specifically just the mindset of where does wrestling fit in in your life and where do you fit in in wrestling right so um i would say in high school um and you know earlier in my life you know wrestling if if you're a wrestler and you're pretty good that that takes kind of a dominant role in your life um and there's really no way around that uh, you know, with, with sports these days with kids, I mean, you know, if you're good in a sport, that kind of tends to dominate your life and, you know, everything revolves around that. And, um, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing, I don't think. Um, but, you know, that kind of, it kind of dominates, uh, your thoughts. And so, you know, coming in and, and, you know, adapting to the mindset here, you kind of begin to realize that, um, wrestling is not, who you are it's what you do right so and then and then once you understand that you can decide whether you want to be the best that you can be at wrestling or not um and, and I I found um that for me if I'm dominant if wrestling is dominating my thoughts all the time I'm not the best that I could be and so I, I started to realize that hey like this is what I do this is not who I am but I love it and so I'm going to put everything I have into it um, so, so the mindset for me changed a lot, um, and and getting my butt kicked helps too. I mean, that's that's a special thing if you can walk into a room and any day and get your butt kicked. So, um, yeah. So I'm I'm just I always am thankful to be in the room that I'm in.
0: And what what specifically helps you you know transition that mindset and balance? Because you're right, like youth kids yeah. nowadays. Like I see some kids that. I don't want to give away who it is if they listen to this podcast, but I see yeah. people who have kids and they're just so demanding. And, and it's almost like I don't want to say they're living vicariously through their kids, but you can tell just how consuming it is. And, yeah, you know, there's a lot of conversations on this podcast about balancing wrestling and life yeah. and relationships in school like where you did it was there self-awareness factors or what, you know, coming to Penn State, it it helps change your mindset, but what along the path starts to change that perspective? Because you got to have self awareness. I think there's a lot of guys who can get whooped in practice or can be around great people. But if you're not kind of processing that, I feel like you don't, You know, it's like anything, if you're not grateful for it, you're not going to focus on it more. What helped you to focus more on that and become more self-aware? So you could say, hey, wrestling is not who I am. It's what I do. And like what helps to transition your mindset towards that positive perspective?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, just to start, you know, I'm blessed with a lot of experience around me. So, you know, uh the coaches, you know, especially coach Kale, you know, they talk a lot about that. We talk about that all the time. Um, you know, are we focusing on uh are we focusing on the outcome or am I focusing on, you know, being the best I can be? So, um, you know, having all that experience with that around me really helps. Um, so it's I kind of jump started it, if you will, for me. Sure. Um, and then also um one of the things that that we talk about and and i try to focus on is uh just whenever i I say be the best you can be that doesn't mean just wrestling right That means you know school uh, relationships um you know just just life in general so i think if you're um you know putting your full effort into everything um if it's worth doing it's worth putting your full effort into right so so you kind of have to make you know that decision is this worth doing and if it is worth doing then i'm gonna do it the best way it can be done um and do i enjoy doing it right so um wrestling if, if I, I wrestle for fun and that's just to be honest i wrestle for fun that's the only reason i do it if i ever stop having fun wrestling i'm probably going to stop wrestling just because sure you know, I, I do it for fun that's what i do it for right there's really no other reason to do it you know for me anyway I, I understand people that do it for you know glory or whatever yep. that well that's part of the fun right <laughs> that's part of the totally. fun winning is part of the fun but um you know losses and stuff that's also part of the fun that's that's kind of your um that's kind of the you know ups and downs of life you can't have the ups without the downs right so um mm. just having the people around me that help me put things into perspective and and understanding that the reason why you wrestle, right, is because uh we do it for fun. And then some some something someone told me uh, and it was someone in our room, but I you hear it for everyone, is you only need one reason to win and one reason to do anything, and that's because you want to, right? We don't need there's infinity reasons to say I don't want to do this. There's an infinity excuses, right? But the only reason you need to do something is because you want to. And so that's that's kind of a a cool thing that i always try to think about um and put that in my head Um uh, just you know stay also gratefulness like just stay sure. grateful for everything that we're doing so yeah yeah i mean it's 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 a weird transition
0: yeah. sometimes
1: especially if wrestling has dominated your thoughts for a lot of your life but you start to realize you know i'm 21 right now um, you know if i'm lucky i'll have another you know 10 years of my wrestling career before my body starts to break down, All right. hopefully longer than that. But, you know, and then you got, you know, 70 years after that to do stuff. So um, just kind of put it in perspective, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's so crucial to keep everything in perspective. And I feel like when mm-hmm. everybody, myself included, fails from, you know, keeping things in perspective. Uh, you got to kind of think about the big picture while focusing on the small picture and doing day-to-day what yeah. gets you towards that goal. And I'm curious, you know, you, you've been so dominant in the sense of every match you're in, you can see the effort, you can see that you're having fun, you're trying to attack, you're trying to put put points on the board. What, what's your perspective and mindset to continue to get better like you you give it so much effort and and you have success like you're an all-american as a freshman and a sophomore fifth at ncaa's mm-hmm. the toughest wrestling tournament arguably in the world like how, how do you continue to level up and say like okay i need to continue to get better because i want to be an ncaa champion like now i'm an all-american great check the box right like i want to be an yeah. ncaa champion how do you continue to level up to say i know i can do more
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm a critical person of myself. So, you know, even in matches where, you know, you know, I've had matches where it's like a second tech fall and I'm like, okay, I did all this stuff wrong. So let's go in and work on that, right? So I think just like naturally I criticize myself and I, I find my own flaws. Um, so, you know, a lot of times for me, the most helpful thing is whenever a coach says, okay, well, this is what you're doing right. So keep doing that. And so that's, that's helped me a lot. Um, And then, you know, obviously like, you know, last two years I've gotten fifth, I got third at the last two big 10 championships. Like obviously, my goal for each of those is to win. Right. So I, you know, I'm coming out of there, not necessarily, you know, happy because I hate losing, but at the same time, you know, I wouldn't go back and change anything because I gave my best effort in each of those uh, tournaments. And so that's, that's fun for me. Right. So I I gave my best effort, you know, I came up a little short, so boom, next year, we're going to, we're going to get better for the next time. Um, And, you know, and after this year and then one more year, my NCAA career will be over. So at that point it's like, okay, like what's next. And so I try not to fixate myself too much on a material goal. And I try to think more about, okay, like, where can I improve for myself here and, and be the best that I can be. Right. Because, you know, I can't be a four-time national champion now, right? Right. I've only got two more national championships left. So if that was my goal at the start, I didn't achieve it. You know, what's the point of continuing wrestling? Well, for me, the point is so I can be the best that I can be. And just because I love the sport and that's what I want to do. So I think for me specifically, I try not to fixate so much on the material goal and more on, you know, the personal goals.
0: And what's your, what's your, what's like the process of, you know, I always, it, I say this a lot for people who listen to the show a lot. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's always easy to talk about the past in the sense of like you deal with adversity, you overcome a loss, you deal yeah. with something negative. It's so easy to talk about it, but it's so hard in the moment. Like minutes feel like hours yeah. when you, lose at the NCAA tournament, right? And it's like, man, I worked all year for this, and now I got to wait a whole nother year. Like, that time, it feels like I haven't been in that position, but I can imagine, like, time slows down a bit. What's the process to quickly, like, get your mind right and not dwell and to say, like, okay, I didn't do this, but I'm going to work towards it again. Like, what's that process to have, you know, on one hand, you have such high expectations for yourself. On the other, it's like, okay, I didn't hit that, but I'm moving on. Like, what's that process like?
1: So I think it starts with your training, right? So if you are, you know, if you're cutting corners or you're doing things that you know you should be doing that are not in line with your goals, and then you don't achieve your goal, that's kind of your fallback. Like, okay, well, you know, my excuse is I didn't do these things right. Right. So I think it starts with making sure that you're making the right decisions, making choices that are in line with your goal. And then competition day comes are you giving full effort? Right? So whether I win or lose, I know that I've made uh, decisions in line with my goal and I know that I'm giving 100% effort towards that goal. So at the end of the day, if I lose, you know, I hate losing, but I I don't have anything to be disappointed in myself about because I gave full effort. And so I'm going to wake up the next day and I'm going to be able to go after it again. You know? So So just, I think if you have given full effort and you've done everything right, then you have no reason to be disappointed in yourself, right? Maybe you're disappointed with the outcome, which is natural, but you know, at the end of the day, there's really no reason any of us should be disappointed in ourselves for, for, you know, the outcome of a a sporting event, right? As long as you're doing the right things and you're um, giving full effort in the moment. And I think that's really, um, that's really the full value of an athlete is is, is are they are they giving their full effort 100% of the time it's easy to give your full effort you know in the last 30 seconds of a wrestling match we see that all the time we'll see two guys stand around for you know six and a half minutes and then the last 30 seconds it's a flurry of activity right so and and but are, are you giving your full effort through the entire match are you giving your full effort in your training and at the end of the day it's it's really hard to be disappointed in yourself uh you know at the end of a season if if you've given one hundred percent effort and really left it all out there on the mat you know it's it's hard to be disappointed in yourself at the end of the season when you do that
0: and, and I imagine too you have to kind of constantly reevaluate and, and stay focused oh, yeah. on those goals like even now oh yeah I, I i imagine this year from talking to a bunch of you guys who are both trying to win an NCAA championship and be an Olympic champion. Like you've Mm -hmm. you've now, you know, a couple weeks ago or a month now ago, went to senior nationals, qualified for the Olympic trials, and you've kind of starting to give yourself a feel for the senior level. Mm -hmm. How do you balance that with saying, I still have two more years of college left, and I want to now be a two-time NCAA champ, and I also want to continue to get better at the senior level? Is it just that overlap of like, hey, wrestling's wrestling, or do you kind of divide the focus into little buckets and try not to get distracted by having like those are big goals? I think just yeah. just to be an NCAA champion, huge goal. Just to be an Olympic champion, huge goal. Just to be an Olympian, huge goal. Like, how do you balance those different goals?
1: Yeah, I mean, so that's kind of um, that's tough for guys to do. And I think if you, like I was saying earlier, I think if you focus on that material goal too much. It kind of, you know, you'll confuse yourself in your head. Sure. Uh, For for me, um, you know, I I understand that all that's out there and that's, you know, the goal, but then I can fit all of that into one goal of being the best that I can be because I know the best that I can be is an Olympic champ, a national champ, right? So if I'm constantly working towards that goal, everything else kind of falls in line with that. So that's kind of how I think about it. Uh, You know, you kind of, the material is there, but then at the end of the day, if you're the best you can be that you're going to be there, you're going to get the material goal, right? You're going to be a national champion. You're going to be an Olympic champion. And I think that um, I think kind of in the back of everyone's head, everyone, uh, every wrestler, I mean, you know, they know, you know, if they lose a match and they're disappointed, it's because like they weren't their best self that day. Right. But if you are wrestling, at the national championship or you're wrestling at the Olympics, you're there because you believe that the best that you can be is a national champion or an Olympic champion. Right. So I try to focus on that more so, and it does take constant reevaluating, right. It's easy, you know, in today's age of social media and, and you know, the, the hype, it's easy to get to let that get away from you and kind of focus on, um, you know, individual matchups or, you know, focus on <clears throat> what, place you got or how many points you score it's it's easy to do that Um, so you do constantly have to reevaluate like okay hold on what am I doing you know before each match for me I say hold on you know what am I here for I'm not here to you know I'm not here to beat that specific guy I'm not here to score this many points I'm here to be the best that I can be and if I'm the best that I can be then at the end of the day we're going to be pleased so that's it does take a constant reevaluation you have to remind yourself but that's that's part of the fun and that's part of the work, honestly. Yeah. And,
0: and when you have the goals like you know, it, it obviously doesn't happen that often, but I guess if you're training to be an NCAA and a world champion, it can you know world Olympic champion and an NCAA championship, two kind of separate goals that could happen each year. Yeah. Do you find yourself training separately for them? Or is it just you want to be the best wrestler you can be and everything else will work out? Like when you have senior level matches, are there yeah. specific things you say, okay, I need to get better for the Olympic trials. And these are specific things I need to get better at NCAAs. Like I feel like especially the weight you're at, the 65 kilo yeah. Olympic field, and then the 141 pound field at is like they're kind of completely separate, right? And I, I hear yeah. both sides of the argument, like, I hear one side of the argument in the conversation, which is: "Listen, wrestling's wrestling. Like, if you get better at wrestling, you can adapt to the styles." Yeah. But on the other hand, you 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 wrestle completely separate, f- different fields. Do you kind of mm-hmm. train all for one giant field, or how do you approach the the differences between NCAA and then NCAA and folk style and then the senior level and freestyle?
1: Yeah, I mean you know i can give you a little this is where i can kind of cop out a little bit because i leave my training to my coaches yeah. i kind of just do what they say sure. but at the same time you know i do have things in my mind where i'm like all right you know for you know the freestyle i need to work on this and for folk style i don't necessarily right. need to worry about that so i i am thinking about that and you know, I, you, know you have to think about that because it, it is a, it is a little bit different and then um, like you said, there is the other side of the argument where it's you know wrestling is wrestling, and I, I think that's true to an extent, um but you know it, it's silly to ignore the differences between you know freestyle and collegiate, right? It's silly sure. to ignore that um so so you definitely have to um just be conscious of you know rule differences. you know I can't roll over my back in freestyle um, can't lock my hands in folk style, obviously right so it it's uh, you have to be conscious of it, but then, as far as you know, the training goes, um, real easy for me. I just do it. I'm told. And then I give a hundred percent effort and, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, you know, it's out of my hands. I've given, I've given a hundred percent effort and, um, so I don't have to worry about the training. That's, that's nice for me. I've always thought about training that way. You know, I'm going to let my coach, uh, you know, think about the training and, you know, I'm going to take ownership in it and that, you know, I know the areas that I need to improve on, I know if I need to improve on conditioning, um I know that I need to give my full effort, and then at the end of the day, coaches are there for a reason, right they're there to help guide you. you know they've done it before, some of them have done it several times before, right. um, especially in, in my coaching staff, so sure. I, I can I can really uh lean a lot on them, which is which is helpful to me.
0: And have you always had that, I'm not going to call it blind trust because it's earned and, and deserved, but have you yeah. always had that trust in your coaches that it's like, look at, I can only be self-aware. I got to trust the process. Like even going back to your early days, like, was that important for you to, to trust your coaches and lean on them? Or was that something that evolved as your wrestling career evolved?
1: Um, I think a little bit of both, right. I've, I've always been a guy where I, I you know, if my coach asked me to do something it's going to get done. um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, also just kind of as my career has progressed, um, you know, understanding where in the mix of things do I need to assert myself and where do I need to, you know, be exactly on uh, the line that the coach is on. So I I think it's evolved uh, a little bit. But I think a good rule of thumb for anyone is if, you know, your coach, the guy who you know, the guy who is in charge of training you says for you to do something, it's smart to do it. Right. So I'm always going to give full effort in what my coach says. Um, and, and I think even if my plan is better than my coach's, I would rather go with the coach's plan and sure. give a hundred percent effort. And at the end of the day, I'm going to do better. And I, I think just for me, that puts my mind in a better place, uh, you know, because I've given a hundred percent effort. I've done what my coach asked. So now all I gotta do is go out there and and wrestle and and have fun. So that's kind of, for me personally, that's where I like my mind to be. I'm sure there's other wrestlers that you know would rather have uh, more of a hand in their training, but you know for me, I'm I'm a guy that, that listens to my coach and I give a hundred percent effort. So.
0: And I think it's so crucial. And you know I I've even learned that from wrestling. The middle and high school and and how much that's carried over for me and into the business world. Like I never went to college. Mm -hmm. I never, you know, I graduated high school. I tried like four classes and I was done with with the local community college I went to and, you know, God made it work out. I was able to launch a company a few years later. And I feel like even though I absolutely sucked at wrestling you take so much yeah. from it like you learn so much oh, Sp- yeah. the sport is it teaches you so much diligence and, and you can apply it everywhere in life have you and i don't know if you even have any but do you have like off the mat aspirations is there things you want to do like while you wrestle or post wrestling like i know everybody kind of views it a little bit differently with what they want to do yeah is, is it just 100 percent wrestling or are there other things you want to do too
1: Oh, uh, there, there's absolutely, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that I do off the mat. I, um, uh, you know, as a kid, I always, you know, liked reading about history. So I'm a big you know history buff. Uh, yeah. you know, right now in college, I'm studying health policy and administration. So, um, you know, I just, things that I'm interested in, I pursue. So if I enjoy it, I'm, I'm going to pursue it. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, I'm going to have a, you know, a long career in health policy and administration. Sure uh, whenever I've done wrestling, but you know, it's something that's interesting me, interesting to me. So I'm going to pursue it. And, you know, the same with wrestling, I'm having fun doing it. So I'm going to, you know, continue to stick with it. Um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, I, I do, you know, I have a lot of interests off the mat. Um, wrestling is one of my interests. I'm going to be honest. I don't usually watch, you know, the big 10 duels and stuff. I think it's, unless I'm wrestling in it, I think it's pretty <laughs> boring, but <laughs> so, uh, but I, um, yeah, I do a lot of stuff off of that. I mean, I, I think, you know, that's important, you know, not necessarily, uh, I don't know if I believe in, okay, well, you know, we're going to make sure you're well-rounded, but for me, you know, I just, I'm interested in all these things, and I think it would be, uh, I think it would be dumb not to try to pursue something that I, I find interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I do some different things. I study some different things. Um, I'm Bo, uh, Nickel and Vincenzo are doing this jujitsu thing now. So I'm trying to get into that maybe a little bit with them, Yeah, but we'll, we'll kind of see. <laughs> so yeah, you know, if, if I find it interesting, if I find it fun, I'm probably gonna, you know, look into it. So,
0: I love it. And have you, you know, I can p- kind of predict the answer, but have you found that wrestling helps you in those off the mat areas too?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, wrestling is such a unique sport, right? It's been around for forever. Um, you know, it's, it's something that is, it's an individual focus, right? So if I have to get better at a single leg, right, there's no one who can pursue that other than me, right? I have my coaches to help me. I have my partners to help me. But if I get, if I have to get better at a single leg, I got to go out there and do single legs, right? So same thing in, uh, you know, outside, uh, or off the mat is if I'm interested in a subject, you know, the only person that can go pursue that is me, right? You have people to help you, so I think that wrestling has has helped me in a way that I am capable of sticking with something and you know pursuing things that I find interesting. Um, and you know, obviously, there's there's self discipline and stuff too. That's a huge part of wrestling. Sure. So and I don't want to skip over that. I'm sure everyone's <laughs> talked about that, but it's uh yeah, <laughs> wrestling is um. It's it's my it's my chosen sport I guess. Um and so I, I in enjoying doing that, it's given me perspective on everything that I do, you know. Totally.
0: For sure, man. So before I let you go here, this is obviously such a big year, twenty twenty, and so coming yep. up, Big Ten's coming up, Olympic trials, like what are you most excited for next?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I get excited for every match. So uh, maybe our next duel I'll be excited for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, we got the nationals coming up. I'm really, really excited. We got some young guys on the team that I'm really pumped for, you know, they've been putting in good work and, you know, they got good energy. So, you know, I'm excited for some of the young guys on the team, um, see how they're going to do. Um, you know, I'm excited for, you know, our team in general to just kind of, um finish out the year here we've been a little beat up but you know the guys are starting to come back so i think it's going to be you know a fun end of the year for us and then um the nice part about this year is you know after nationals we roll right into the uh the summer of wrestling so we got the olympics this year so that's going to be fun too so um just a lot of you know exciting stuff coming up um
0: and what does that you know, mean? We have a lot of that,
1: that The yeah.
0: sorry, not to cut you off, but you know, with the Olympic trials no, too being in state college, like how exciting is that?
1: I mean, that's really exciting. Mainly because I get to sleep in my own bed. <laughs> that's what everybody um, says.
0: <laughs> Taylor's is the same. So, thing. Everybody says that. Yeah.
1: So I don't. I don't mean I don't mind traveling. I get to see new places. Yeah. Uh, but you know, sleeping in my own bed—it's hard to beat. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's, that's, that's going to be nice. And yeah, I mean, we're familiar with the area. Um, I I just want to say, you know, it being in state college is going to be great for everyone. Everyone's going to have a fantastic time. You know, it's a great area. Um, I think that people are really going to enjoy it. So I, I, at least that's my hope. So it's going to, it's going to be awesome. Um, you know, having everyone in, you know, uh, university park, state college, you know, this is like, for me in my life, this is like the center of wrestling is right around here, coming from Indiana. So <laughs> yeah. um it's it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, and we have a lot of guys that are that are competitive. Um so you know, I'm you know, even more invested. I have always been a guy that's you know, I really, you know, enjoy seeing my teammates succeed. So it, it's exciting for me, uh, that we have a lot of guys that are, you know, contenders.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show and I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon,
1: man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me,
0: Nick Lee. Thank you for joining the podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have for today's episode. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a five star rating review on Apple. And if you're interested in supporting this podcast, Bashamania apparel, stickers, magnets, all that good stuff is dropping this week. I'll probably be sharing more of that on social media, so be sure to be following the podcast at Bashmania pretty much everywhere. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. And the beat goes on.